We're clear for takeoff. For your favorite podcast on relationships and relationship building, this is the King of the Kings of the Heart podcast. My name is Tariq Omari Walton. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, joined by another licensed and family therapist, my man, Dr. John Hart. Dr. Hart, how you doing, bro? I'm doing well, man. Good to see you as always. Feeling same, good. Same here. Same ready here. to rock. Ready to rock again for another great show for the people, brother. Yeah, man. Well, look at this topic right here. We it's kind of a, a, a an amalgamation of things we've been reading and, and hearing about in the news lately, and, and posts here and there, and the different social media sites. And so we just want to kind of get into like how you can handle things when they don't look the way that you think they're supposed to. So essentially, what we're gonna be talking about today is those discrepancies between what you think you're supposed to have in a relationship versus what you really want to have in a relationship. You know, what are your desires versus what it is that society says you should only have when it comes to the look and feel of a healthy relationship. All right? Does that make sense? I think it makes sense, brother. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's something that we keep seeing in the media and so many different relationships especially with public figures so yeah i think it's a pretty prominent uh topic to talk about yeah yeah i mean because everything doesn't look the same and everything doesn't have to look the same but we are constantly sold this idea and this dream that relationships should only look a particular way from so many different places from religious texts from um just commercials and and yeah you know media and everything but the thing that it seems to really keep you, I think this kind of gets into one of our previous um, episodes too about attachments. I think the thing that gets people really stuck and in a place where they're not enjoying or um, feeling fulfilled in their relationship is this idea around what they think their relationship is supposed to look like versus what their relationship actually looks like and taking into account the different desires and tastes and um, wants that grow through you know, that time that you spend with somebody. So to get a little bit more specific, <laughs> and I think we need a little bit more specificity here. What we're talking about essentially is we have this idea in our culture of what it means to be in a more traditional marriage, man and woman, monogamous, um, you know, that that kind of overall description. That's the the, the way that we are, are meant to think about relationships in, you know, our culture. But the fact of the matter is there are so many different layers that go into having a healthy relationship, especially when it comes to a sexual relationship. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes, yeah, you have a very monogamous relationship. Other times, hey, people people step out. They cheat. Yeah. And it happens probably a lot more times than actually recognized and acknowledged. Mm -hmm. And so it's almost like, mm -hmm. is that actually the, the norm? The fact that people will make this commitment, they will sign this contract, they will... Um, you know, say these vows, but so many people step out, whether it's physically or emotionally, that that yeah. seems to be more the norm than maintaining that more traditional mm. look of a relationship. You know, what do you think, Dr. Yeah. John? Yeah, I think there's definitely something there. Uh, I think the framing of it around um, when you were talking, I was just thinking about pressure, right? Like what are the pressures or what are the influences 
um, and how do we manage them? I think working with couples as long as I have, um, not all, but some folks do have a push and pull kind of um, internal struggle of mm-hmm. this is this is what my parents told me to do. This is what I saw in my family growing up. Um, you hear certain buzzwords like traditional, conventional, um, right, and, and and a dichotomy against things like unconventional or non-traditional, right, regarding relationships or just and wrong or just plain wrong, yeah. right, 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 They're black and you white. Know. It's very black yeah. and white. Yeah, yeah, and I and I've, I've I've had to work with a lot of couples over the years. I've had to work with a lot of individuals over the years where they're struggling and. What you're bringing up is real because I think people, whether whether or not initially, I think over time they start to develop a stronger sense of what they want Mm -hmm. and are pushing up against some of the uh, societal pressures or stigmas or subcultures. Um, Good examples like the church. Right. I mean, you know, we've talked about some of these things before and trying to manage it. And so there there are these. There are these aspects of people having internal conflicts, internal struggles. Constantly. I, like so so that's like that's like my overarching like view of it. I, I'm seeing it, man. Like I'm seeing it, y'all. Um and 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 and, and, and I'll be honest, it's it's not about being a bad person. I think it's just very nuanced. Um and 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 where I usually come in is to push people to look however you're feeling or however you want to go about it, there is a healthy way. There's a productive way. Uh, there's a way to, to, to do it in which you can use the harm. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's your, as, there's your way. How about that? There's your yeah. way. Yeah. And, and just deciding what's right for you, not based off Correct. of all these Correct. other things that you're seeing and all the expectations of other people, but your way, what fits for you and your relationship? I think that's the, that's the question that, you, that we really want you to answer for yourself. What is your relationship supposed to look like? Or what, what can your relationship look like in order for you both to feel a sense of fulfillment within your relationship? That's what, that's what we're really trying to get at, right? Yeah. 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 It, it, it's and, 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 and what, okay, so with that, how does it manifest when it's not happening? When mm-hmm. people aren't living their lives or fulfilling their wants and needs around the relationship um because of pressure or, or or what you're what you're told you're supposed to do what have you seen brother reek on how these things kind of manifest oh you see it all you people? see and we, I, I think in our line of work we see it all the time where people feel disconnected from their mate because they're not getting fully what they feel like they need and so you have one person who's constantly pushing 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 to connect but because the other person feels unfulfilled even in trying to connect, that they kind of just pull away. And so you see this emotional distance because they don't feel like they can actually express to their mate what it is they really want or believe that their mate will be able to give them exactly what they want. And so it's like this distance, it's this, you know, this slip into depression. Um, You know, they just, it's just, right. They just are not able to really fully connect because what they need to connect isn't deemed acceptable by societal standards. You know, yeah. And that's what I think we're really looking at here. The narrow pathway, the very narrow pathway that society says this is what is acceptable when it comes to um, marriage and relationships. It's a very, very, very narrow path. But you have so many different people and so many different ideas and desires that play into it that when yeah. you try and maintain, you know, this, this very narrow path, you'll find people who are just disenchanted 
by the idea mm-hmm. of being in a relationship. And so, what, work, and so yeah. just to even think about one of the things that stimulated this conversation for us to begin with, you know, we saw this meme where the brother was saying, look it, you know, if I tell you that I, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, you know, and if it means me going out and paying for sex as to not pull anybody into a situation where they feel like they're being tricked or used, then what's wrong with that? And fact of the matter is, that is also deemed unacceptable. Actually paying for sex, you know, the whole sex for hire business is deemed very unacceptable. But if we're saying that we don't want people to play games, you know, if you're going to be in a relationship, why are you going to cheat? You know, just not be in a relationship. Well, if I want to actually have some kind of companionship, then I'm going to want to be in a relationship. But does that mean I want to only be with that one person? Well, the idea is if you're going to be in a relationship, then you shouldn't be with anybody else. So, again, we keep narrowing the possibilities for whatever may fulfill somebody if they are looking for more than just that. That was called acceptable um, relationship standard. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I. And I think that's where the struggle comes in because you're battling what you want versus like what you're told you're supposed to have, right? right? Being in this little box, and, to stay in this box. Yeah, right mm-hmm. yeah. When you were talking, uh, I just keep thinking about like that black and white, black and white, black and white. And I think as a society, I think even as we keep evolving, and um, we have to also evolve the way that we talk about relationships mm-hmm. because to your point there's actually a much wider spectrum and and spectrum, i think we, 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 we have a we have a front row seat as marriage and family therapists to i mean over the years i mean you hear all different kinds of arrangements you mm-hmm. hear how some couples are managing uh the complexities whether it's sex whether it's companionship whether right. it's this and that uh so it's there but is there more how can we foster a better way of managing them and dealing with them mm-hmm. that's causing less mental health issues because you brought up a couple of indicators that i thought was really good that i've seen as well like people slipping into depression i've seen that yeah i've seen people withdrawing i've seen people uh not be as productive as work because they're just constantly you know feeling upset about it mm-hmm. shame shame oh, is a yeah. really shame's big, a big one, one. That i've seen <laughs> yeah shame is really huge for even wanting it, not even actually going out there no, and doing anything but just not the even idea, doing just it the just the wanting. idea right yeah just the uh, you, you see it on their face right in session right. like pure shame um i mean there's a lot there and and at the same time i mean let's be clear no one's saying that oh you know uh, uh cheaters are giving you know uh um uh, a blank slate to do whatever they want no part of it is understanding that there are a he- there is a healthier path around trying to get what you want mm-hmm. which but you got to come to therapy you got to be honest with yourself too right i think there's an honesty proponent and and i'm gonna go here for a little bit and see what you think brother Rick. I- I've, I've also seen people conflicted internally genuinely conflicted around what we're bringing up which is well i want this uh, I really wanted a lot, but I come from this background right. and I don't know, but you know, like, so a good example of like what, what church It's like, what I come from a church going family and I don't know if they're going to, you know, deal with it. And so now you got to sit and try to figure out, well, how are you going to manage this? Because if you keep trying to live, you know, according to someone else, I think you alluded to that brother. Rick. If you, if you, if you're doing that constantly, you're going to start making some very bad decisions yeah. because like, you know, and that, and I think what we're trying to say here is like, we just need to foster better communication and, 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 and a way that allows people to start exploring things 
healthier inside of relationships and outside because even even sex work you know like mm-hmm. you, you, like you talked about our brother was like yeah like i don't want companionship i just want to get my rocks off right and if i can afford it what's the problem right you know what i mean yeah. and but some people would shame him or some people would be like no you have to be in a relationship or sex has to be confined within a monogamous relationship and it's like yeah Okay, like where's the room to kind of discuss these things? To go back to what you're, you know, pointing out about running into um, the the discrepancy between, you know, what you believe and what you want. I think the main point there is we talked about this before, your beliefs. You know, you become so attached to your beliefs, but when your beliefs don't match up with your reality, that's yeah. where the distress comes in. That's where the disappointment yeah, totally comes agree. in. You know, and yep. so it's a ma- it's a matter of you being able to kind of look at what you've grown up believing and been taught and been told and have kind of attached yourself to and seeing whether or not that really fits with who you are. Because the main thing here is to understand what you want to do within your household between you and your mate is nobody else's business. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have to go back to church and tell the preacher, well, this is what we decided to do and how that does not line up with what you're being taught in, in the sermons. You know, you don't have to go back and tell your parents, well, this is what we decided to do because, you know, your parents had the more traditional relationship. Right. And, and you might right. want to question that, too, because I bet you your father or your mother were cheating on each other at some point or another. But anyway, that's all another story. Um, no. But, you know, you don't have to tell anybody else about it. You don't have to go tell your friends about it. You live your life. You decide right. what is the best path for you guys. And if you're running up against your beliefs or your mate's behavior is running up against your beliefs, you have to either, well, not either. It's not either or thing. You might want to include questioning your beliefs and whether or not your beliefs fit your reality while right. you're also holding your mate accountable for the promises that they made. Yeah. And I think that's yeah, the thing that gets people really point. caught up a lot of times, too. That's a good point. It's yeah. not so much the behavior or what you want to do, and this is what people end up finding out later. It's not so much what you wanted to do or what you are doing. It's more so the fact that how you presented it or how you yeah. lied about it or how you hid it. That actually yeah. hurt your mate the most. Yeah. Had you had the conversation totally straight up, you might have found out. Your mate would have been like, okay, if that's what you need, go ahead. But because even in our minds, we're kind of trapped by what we think we're supposed to have. And so we go out and do things behind closed doors. Yeah. And in terms of from your mate, that your mate, mate might have been like, yo, I'm, I'm actually kind of down with that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And point uh, all the time in the, in the therapy room, and that is, uh, the behavior is one thing. And and to your point, I I, I want to explicitly agree with Brother Reek. The behavior tends, couples tend to get over that hump. The the major work is around everything that you said, the, the hiding, the, 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 the lying, the living the double life, yeah. the being disingenuous. Like, that's the true hurt. That's it's, why it's that you hear trust. people say, yeah. That's why you hear people say, I don't even know you anymore. It's not the actual behavior. Right. It's the, you, you, you crush the trust. Right. And I also want to underscore something that you said that I think is also missing from the conversations. And I think you brought up, you said it very well. I think as, um, as I talked about like the spectrum of how um, people are managing relationships. Right. You said one, you said one word I like for you to elaborate on because it stuck out to, to me. And that is the accountability part. Mm-hmm. Cause that's the other part where couples get into a lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. The accountability. Accountability all day. You know, say a little bit more about that, because that that needs to be stressed here as well. Because what you're doing is in that in your effort to hide the things that you're doing, because this is what you really want to do. You genuinely want to do, but you're hiding it from your mate. Remember, there are promises that you made. There are vows that you've taken. There are um, expectations that you set in terms of what your behavior will be within your relationship. 
with your mate. And even though you may have these other desires to step out and do, you know, what it is that you feel will help fulfill you more. The fact of the matter is you did make these kind of promises, set yeah. these expectations with somebody else. And yeah. they're going to hold you accountable to that standard that you set. You said that this is what you're going to do. You said that you will never be with anybody else. Okay. Mm -hmm. You made that promise. This is what you set up. Even though you probably may not even believe that to begin with yourself. I you agree, said yeah. this. And so now the person's going to hold you accountable for what you said. Yeah. And so that's where the yeah. broken trust comes in because what you said you were going to do, you, you didn't do. Yeah. You know, or you went out there and did the things that you said you wouldn't do. Yeah. And so it's a matter of holding you accountable for what you promised, what you said, the expectation that you set. That's the part that gets you in trouble. Because when we talk to our, our clients, I can't tell you how often it's the broken trust that remains the, the sticking point through reconciling. Their relationship oh, well. yeah it's not, that's why that's what i meant by it's not the behavior it, it, it it's the trust right that's the that's what that's what takes the longest in in reconciling and, and getting over it and stuff like that no i totally agree what do you totally, totally let agree. me ask you this let me ask you i gotta ask you this one i'm curious about this now what do you think it would look like for someone to say you know what i know these are the promises i made i know these are the expectations that i set but honestly these are the things that i want you know, not that I don't want to be with you, but there are other desires I want to have fulfilled that are external to what we have. That's what I want. What do you think it would look like if somebody brought that to their mate versus actually hiding it? How do you think that conversation would go based off of, you know, your experience with your clients? How do you think that kind of conversation would go versus just uh, the hiding and the breaking of the trust? I think I, I uh, just like you, I have a wide range of our personalities uh, that oh, I've met dude. with over the years. Right. right? I, I think, uh, well, I think a person doing it like that, I would highly commend them. Right. Whatever they're asking yeah. for, I, because I'm more about the process. Right. The fact that you found the courage and the decency and the integrity to go to your partner openly before you engage in whatever it is you desire, I think is always the right thing to do. Right. Now. I think it can go so many different ways. Like I've had clients in which, uh, you know, some partners will be like, hell no, I don't care what it is. It's absolutely no, no, yeah. no, no. Like, you know, it'll, yeah. it'll, you know, to the nah, nah, like, yeah, it's going to be that. Right. Um, I think there are other reactions um, and I'm being very genuine. here. I think other reactions would be very thrown off. Like, wow, this is a lot for me to process. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Um, I think, I think someone could also, um, be and again we and this is the like super clinical like you don't know what's going to be asked like some people may be uh, traumatized in a bit like that shock kicks in yeah because of their past experiences or any family of origin issues based right. on what's being asked right right um, and then you're right and then you have folks who are like wow like I, I, I didn't know and I'm pretty interested to hear more you know, or there's people who are like, yeah, like when you want to start. I mean, there's just mm -hmm. a range of reactions. But part of it is, is that when, when you ask me this question, I also just want to uh, say that uh, it's going to take multiple conversations. Oh, yeah. It's definitely. not it's not going to be one conversation, one right. off, even if it's a hell no. To right. be honest with you, it's, it's still because. It's a relationship and we're not saying to people like, well, one person has to bend the other person. No, but there if you're going to stay committed, and I think that's why we're talking about mm -hmm. this, if you're going if both people are grounded around, we want to stay committed to each other. 
then you need to start acting in ways that speak to the commitment. And one of those is just constantly talking and finding centerpieces mm. around how you can make it happen. Um, but even redefining and, what that commitment is. I agree. And that and that's why I said like and, and that's why that's why you go to a therapist. Right. To right. really spearhead that conversation around. Well, what does commitment look like based on what you've heard? Right. What does commitment look like? Right. Or now that you've processed it, have, have you have one of you or both of you redefined what commitment looks like? Yeah. I mm. mean, like so. So, I mean, that's how I, I would answer like what you're saying. I think the spectrum of reactions, but I do think it's multiple conversations to start redefining, reconceptualizing things. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that gets in the way. Again, that's the attachment to what we believe a commitment should be. It's always that should be what things should be. And I'm just imagining if your mate comes to you, look, you know your mate. You know when your mate is engaged. You know when your mate is happy. You know when you get, your mate is feeling fulfilled and, and, and getting what they need out of, you know, life and your relationship. And so when you see that start to, to wane and you start asking questions and you don't believe your mate is being fully transparent with you, imagine for a second that they say, well, look, you know, I truly love you. I love what we have. But I need more. I'm just not, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm not getting everything I need just from from you. But in your mind, well, this is how it's supposed to be. Does that mean then that you are keeping them trapped in this little bubble of yours for your own satisfaction, not recognizing that they need their own sense of satisfaction, too? And is, yeah, this, something to, is this something to consider? You yeah, know, your, what you think should be is running up against what they feel they need. And is, yeah. that, is that really fair that you do that without considering? Not saying that you have to do, like you said, Correct. it's not about bending or breaking. Yeah, no. It's about at least understanding. Yeah. You know, so open the door to conversation so you understand. But if it truly goes against who you are, then recognize that is always going to be a sticking point for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree with that. And and if and if you do continue, if both parties want to continue to stay committed, then, then when those moments when those triggering moments come up, mm -hmm. you have to have a plan of how to talk about it. Right. And especially the person who is like, nah, I can't, or I don't want to, or whatever, you do have to be open. And I'm sorry. I know it's, it sucks, but part of being in a relationship is you have to sacrifice. And so if we're not going to do whatever yeah. the person is sharing with you that they want to do to me, the least you can do is hear them out whenever they start getting triggered. Right. The least you can right. freaking do. Right. Is just hold space. Yep. That's, and that's you, it. I mean, am I wrong? Just, no, just, you're just one. Minimal. You're 100 percent on. Minimally, 100 percent on. Well, what you can't do is can't be like, I don't want to do it. We're not going to do it. And don't bring this up, uh, uh, up all the time. Right. Now nah, they're going to. I mean, I right. don't know what you want. And like, they want them to just get over it. So now you just want them. Yeah. To just, you said no. So now they're just supposed to, you know, sit back and say, okay, well, I guess that's it. And, yeah, no, no. and no longer have the desire. No, no the desire is still going to be that. there. Yeah, it's, you it's, can't it's, do it. It's still going to be there, right? Can't. And so you know, so so it's just a matter of again, just considering. Open up the yeah. floor for the conversation, and you guys decide what fits you better. There was an episode. Did you ever watch um, the TV show um, Black Mirror on Netflix? No, uh, a few a few episodes. Okay. Well, there's one episode. A few episodes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I need to get through the whole thing. There's one episode that um, is Anthony Mackie. Um, oh, and his, and his boy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the video game. And it's yeah, like, you know, and so without, without giving it all away, you know, um, Anthony Mack and his wife actually had to come to a decision about yeah. how they want the relationship to look. And they said, OK, well, on this one day a year, you can do what you want to do and I'm going to do what I want to do, you know, so that we both feel fulfilled. And so they were able to redefine 
um, what commitment looked like within their own relationship to fit them, not societal norms or society, perceived societal norms and expectations. And, and, they didn't, and, they, and they didn't announce it either. Right. Like, to no. your earlier point, they just kept it between us. Like, just, we're yeah. a married couple. That's right. it. Right. And you don't have to come back and talk about it and talk about yeah. how it was. That's the, it ha, it's, it's really about just what you need. And I think one of the things, again, that often gets in the, in the way of doing that is here we are um, not communicating clearly what our needs are. You know, it, it, t- it does. It takes a lot of not just transparency, but it does take a lot of courage to be yeah. able to open up and talk about yeah. what those deeper non-traditional needs are because and, of the and, stigmas and, and, that are attached to it and yeah, the biases. And, the, right. and, 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 and that's why I was saying, like, you know, and, and, and you see that getting messed up in relationships just for, like, simple things, simpler yeah. things. Yeah. Let me say that. Yeah. And it's always confusing to me, and I'm always pushing my couples about just hold space, man. Right. Just be open. And whether you agree or not, I had this conversation the other day with my couples. It, validating is not agreeing. Right. But if you can hold space and even, you, you know what I even do with my wife? Like, I even, I always thank her. I tell my couples, <laughs> thank you. No, for real. You man, it's courage. Yeah. You know how scared people are, and and some people are overlooking it because they're like, "Well, we're married, or we have a, where we've we been together." Hey man, I mean, when to to go, we are we are trained even as kids to not be selfish. Right. So when it's time to be selfish, we don't know what to do with ourselves. Mm-hmm. So the least you can do in a relationship is even if you're hearing the most in your mind the most vile things or whatever it is, I don't care. Just the first thing you should do is just. I really appreciate yes. you, babe, for like yes. uh, coming. I know how hard that was. Start there, yeah. man. Yeah. And the, Seriously. In the six levels of validation, that is number five, the courage. Being able to express yeah. someone the courage, that appreciation for the courage that someone showed and being able to bring this to you, to be so transparent, to be able to let you know what they're really feeling because that is um, a very hard thing to do. And your acknowledgement of that just encourages them to be even more transparent with you. They know that they're safe. With, with, with. And with other things, right. come on, people, right. with other things, right. because in their mind, oh, if I brought this real super sticky point to you and, and you didn't shame me, you just listen. And though you disagree, but you you listen and you validated me and you appreciated the courage. I mean, that that that's connecting. That right. is emotional intimacy. Hello. Right. <laughs> I mean, like, like, what are we talking about? And then but 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 that's where we got to get on the partners who are just shutting everything down yeah. and then they're sitting in the office very incongruent and they're like but but um it doesn't need to be my way but the way you're even communicating is you are treating it like it's your way only your way right and so what about this so now we have people who are actually opening the door to the conversation the creating space a safe space to be able to open up and talk about what your desires are beyond what is considered traditional or what you've agreed on, right? Yeah. So what would be the next step after that? What would be the next Edu- step? Uh, uh, for me, in my opinion, I think it's education. Mm-hmm. It is. Tell me more. It is. So, I mean, whatever whatever people are, are, are desires or wants are, I'll be honest, I think not even they themselves have probably done as much uh, educating themselves about it. And mm-hmm. if they did, here's the sticking point. You didn't do it with your partner. You've now disclosed what these wants are. One of the ways that you can build around this is to start reading or start watching or start exploring right. uh, uh, information. Okay, not the not the act, but information, because part of it is is that I've realized is that some people are only going based off of preconceived notions about whatever 
relationship uh, 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 status or 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 acts or whatever, mm-hmm. and they don't know. And so part of it is both have to be open to at least exploring. And I and I say that right. via education. And yeah. I am using that word. Right. You got to educate you and your partner got to be open so that way you can make a informed decision. Right. Right. With those, and with and those. for me and for me and for me and I and I and I would I would guess a lot of society would agree to that. Um, and I think I saw this on some some TV show. I can't remember, but they were right. I think it's I think uh, uh, it's important even when you say no, it's slow to the point um, that you've done your due diligence, your mm-hmm. homework, you've done it together. Right. And so you are able to say, based on what I've read, based on what I understand, when I take my own feelings into account, here's where I am. And even the other person who has the wants and desires can can even though it sucks, but at least they can respect that. But what usually triggers people is like, no, and then it's judging. And yeah. like, so I think the next step for me is both parties got to educate. And why not do it together as a couple? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And I like that. I like the way that you put that, that whole education piece, because that really helps you create more of a structure of what it is that you're looking for, what it is that you want. Because you'll find people who say, well, uh, I want to be in a polyamorous relationship. Or I want to be in a polygamous relationship. Recognizing, yo, you really don't want to have two wives and two husbands. You're fine with just your one mate. But you want to have sex beyond, you know, the relationship. You just want to have sexual encounters. And so you don't need to be married to somebody else, you know, or have a full-on relationship to have right. that, to to find that sense of fulfillment. What you really want is an open relationship. You know, I want to be able to maintain um, this this marital structure. And I want to feel free to have sex with other people. Okay, yeah. so, you, so you want to be able to educate yourself on what it is actually that you want. Or do you want a whole nother relationship? You know, are you yeah. looking for fulfillment by having a, a another mate included in what you have going on? Because that looks totally different than just want to have sex outside your relationship. You know, yeah, so you need correct. to be able to have the education, take take the time to research what it is that fits your idea of fulfillment within your relationship. Yeah. It might yeah. Even, it might even have nothing to do with sex. Maybe you don't feel free enough to be able to um, communicate openly about yeah. you know your life with other people because your mate believes that you should be the only person that they're talking to you know yeah. so maybe it might just be that but you need to figure yeah. that part out before you actually step out there and do whatever because the thing that you may end up doing may not be exactly what you want which may actually create more damage within your relationship yeah you know yeah no i mean i i agree i think the other thing too and i'm going back to the education piece the reason why i'm stressing it is because i see this a lot and, and couples in so many different ways. And that is the, the reason why I'm stressing um, it'd be a good uh, good gesture, a good show of faith mm-hmm. for both partners to educate themselves in a joint way. Because right. usually what happens is like one person has been doing a ton of education, a lot of reading, a lot of <laughs> stuff. And then they're really upset that the partner who hasn't done much is like, no. And I always have to say, you need to slow this down right. and give them the opportunity to learn and educate. You, you, you've had a head start. Right. So like yeah, somebody being in therapy they're, and their partner's not in therapy. You yo, have a head start. Mean, they're not learning what you're learning. Yeah, you can't you have to keep to up. Chill out. Right. You have to chill out. And yeah. and so that's why I want to also just like to piggyback off your point. I'm that's why I'm stressing the whole idea around like do it together. Yeah. And even yeah. if you've been doing it for you've been you've been learning and educating your partner hasn't and if you truly love them then out of respect slow slow it down where now the education is 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 joined because that's a commitment that is a show that is a true sign of commitment like i'm committed to you that um 
I, I can uh, let's let's go backwards all the way from the beginning. Let me right. let me walk you through. I have a couple of couples who are doing that. And it's great. Like one person was well ahead and they're like and they started recommending books to their partner. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, like 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 whatever. Like, on, it, what whatever did you have time to read that book? Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it's it's but part of it is like it's isolation. Either way, if you don't do it this way, either of you guys are going to be uh, feeling isolated. Right. And then we have more problems. Right. So right. I just want to like underscore that as well. And I think the next logical step after that, because once you've done the research and you're able to um, kind of establish a, a structure around what it is that you are really looking to do. Now you can really start to create boundaries. Now it's really a discussion around, okay, so what are the boundaries that we're going to establish in order to make sure that we're maintaining the health of our relationship while you're still gaining the sense of fulfillment that you need from outside of our relationship? You know, and so going back to the whole Black Mirror episode, that's what was established. Okay, well, you're going to be able to do this once a year. All right, this is what you need. You'll do it once a year on this. This will be the anniversary, and every year at this time, you can go do this. You know, so it's not something that's intruding on your everyday relationship, but you know you have something to look forward to, and you know that, you know, again, it's not something that you want to maintain. So say if it is just a sexual thing, you know, you don't have to um, say, well, okay, well, it's just open season, and, you know, you can have sex with whoever you want to, whenever you want to. No, you can actually add structure to it. All right, so you're going to have one person that's your partner and um, outside of our relationship, and we know it's not emotional. We know it's just sexual. It's something that you they agree to, too. And you guys can meet this time every year. And with no words said, you know, would that give you the sense of fulfillment that you're looking for? So, again, it's about doing the research, being educated about what the different kinds of um, behaviors are, are existing out there already and which ones mirror what it is that you really want. So now you can actually put that structure around it and create the right boundaries so that you're not interfering with your own relationship while still feeling that sense of fulfilling that need that you have. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and, and again, this is an ongoing conversation. And, um, you know, we we're in the process of mapping out more specific situations to yeah. talk about because, you know, we just wanted to lay the ground. The groundwork because we're seeing it more and more. Oh Society gosh, is evolving, constant. and and as we evolve as humans, our wants and needs evolve, mm -hmm. and we're seeing them in relationships. Right. We're seeing these in the in the in session all uh, the time. Therapy rooms, yeah, we, we see are. in session all the time. We see we, we see the, the the people trying to maintain these very narrow traditional beliefs, and it's constantly running up against what their partner wants, or even matter of fact, what they want, what you may want. You know, you're yeah. keeping yourself in a box, and you're just not comfortable. And so we're not telling you to just jump outside the box, you know, without a parachute, but at least consider that there is a world outside that box that you may fit better in than where you're trying to stay. That's just not working out for you as it is. You know, no, it's true. Right. It's true. And I, I'm looking forward to this, to, to the upcoming conversations we're, 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 we're going to have, because I think it will be very validating to our audience. I mean, seriously, there's a lot out there. Um, and so, you know, why not have the Kings of the Heart, you know, start exploring these topics, wouldn't you say? Damn right. Kings of the Heart. This is where you want to go for these kind of conversations. Look at Dr. John. It's time for our noble truths, man. What what is your noble truth for this week? Um, my noble truth for this week is to start exploring 
internally what it is that you want versus what you think everyone else wants for you or the pressures that you're identifying and why not even make a list uh i know it sounds corny but i think it's important for you to see in front of you yeah. let it be real in terms of what it is you want and need regarding relationships versus what society or family or whoever are telling you and 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 start opening that up it's not to say that you will find something alarming but i think we all should start doing that because if you're in the relationship why not start having those conversations yeah. so i think that's one of my uh, noble truths all right i think for my noble truth this week it's about authenticity being authentic about what it is that you want and who you are and what you believe your relationship should look like it doesn't have to mirror what everyone else says a relationship should be you have to be authentic about what's inside of you what you need what you want to you know what your desires are what it is that you need to feel fulfilled and then be honest about it once you can be authentic it's first being authentic with yourself and then yeah. being honest with your mate it takes yeah. a lot of courage we're not saying it's easy because again you're not sure what's on the other side of that conversation but it does take a lot of courage to do it and it's going to be necessary in order for you both to feel fulfilled cared about and heard and understood more than anything understood within your relationship that's what i got I think, I think that's well said and i think i think you're going to hear both of those noble truths a lot more as we dive much more into this so that was pretty good and i and, I, and again this is a good way to lay the lay the foundation man like, yeah we, we always rocking and rolling brother. that's right man that's right we're gonna get deeper on this so more to look forward to from this conversation dr john tell the people where they can find out what you got going on because you got so much going on brother <laughs> yes, feel free to uh, come check us out at www.kingsoftheheart.com. Feel free to see me clinically at rccmaryland.com. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, type in my name, I'll pop up. I'm doing great work with uh, Vera. You know, check out vera.org. Um, doing a lot of great stuff for, for the people in the community. So, you know, feeling blessed, man. Where, where can we find you, brother? Well, of course, you know, you can find me also at kingsoftheheart.com. You can always go and find out more about me personally and more directly at tarikomariwalton.com. To find out more about my private practice, that would be insightmft.com. Or if you want to find out or read some of my old articles, check out some of my old TV show episodes, you can go to viewsandvibes.com. Look at you know we're worldwide. We're everywhere. We got content <laughs> yeah. all over the place for you. You should never be without when it comes to Kings of the Heart. Got it? All right, folks. <laughs> have a fantastic week. Hope you enjoyed the conversation, and we look forward to bringing you more next week. Take care, guys. Peace. <laughs>